uh, it's going down with the world, what you saying? Season three in the game, we ain't playing. Legends in the making, representing for the culture. Speaking all facts to your sons and your daughters. You heard me? Give me some of that tea. I've been waiting all day. I've been wanting to say, we alive, PC, just keeping the key. If you wanna join the show, just come and see. Your life with Kiss Calhoun and the drone in the mix. Can't forget sideburns, blazing up these hits. Too strong in the game, this never gonna change. We keep it straight, real, so you know what we're saying. What's up, my bees? It's your boy, yeah, Dijon, yeah, yeah. and you already know we are back for another episode. Let's get it. You already know, and um, we back. Yay! <laughs> hey, uh, hey, I feel, I'm feeling. We myself. took a little week off, and it felt like it's been longer than that. It felt that. like Harriet Tubman had been <laughs> sent me on a fucking mission. That's how fucking long it felt. <laughs> but we're back, like I said, episode 55, 55. And today, on today's episode, we're going to discuss, I'm not your superwoman. I'm not your superwoman, like Karen White said. I'm not the kind of girl that you can let down and think that everything's okay. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about the phrase, the strong black woman and the sister soldier term. And how do you feel when you hear that? Like, what does that hearing those terms make you feel? How does it make you feel? And uh, do you believe that people use these phrases to belittle vocal black women, black queens? Because we were, I, me and my homegirl, you know, we always got the, you know, girl, my girlfriend. You yeah, have your sister soldier we moments. Be, uh, but look, <laughs> we about to get into the phrase and how people. <laughs> Use those terms to sometimes it could it could be something positive and sometimes people use it to be, you know, a little negative. You know what I'm saying? Trying to be uh trying to shut our uh sisters down, you hear me? Trying to um put us in a uh situation where we uh have to click out a little bit. But um we're gonna talk about that, and then we're gonna hit hit y'all with a word of advice. Uh, Malcolm X coming in with a, a protect black women speech, cause I feel like that's the best advice that everybody can hear right now on our platform. We're just literally hearing another figure that's not here no more speak these words, and how we still saying protect our women mm -hmm. and especially our black queens. You know what I mean? Um, it's getting to a point where we we gotta hear we gotta we you know we gotta take a step back 
and hear it and get it get our own perspective of how we should be going around and doing things. Of course, we got the messy tea from the messy TMZ in the shade. Um, Brianna Taylor boyfriend uh, has criminal charges dropped. Uh, that's a good good thing. Holly Berry uh, tweets for support of sister. I mean, look at me, Holly Berry. I was about to say, People like what? <laughs> <laughs> Haley Bailey, Haley Bailey, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I said it a little bit too fast. Tweet supports for her sister, uh, Chloe Bailey, following uh, Matthew Knowles' recent comments. She said she ride for her sister to the end. You know what I mean? And Dak Prescott got his massive, his massive one, uh, one hundred and sixty million dollar contract yes, for the coming time. home, Zaddy, to share that money with you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and some sad news over the uh, weekend while we were gone. Uh, Lyric Chanel uh, passes away after her battle with uh, brain cancer. Uh, and Harry Nero uh, IDs royal races, not the queen or Phil, uh, Prince Philip. You know, they they trying to cover their ass. Uh-huh. And Michelle Obama calls Zaya Wade a role model in touching conversations. And like I said, we got a good show for y'all. Let's uh, let's get it popping. You know what I mean? Without further ado, like let's talk about the term when we hear just overall hear uh, the term strong woman. Sometimes you know people, you know some people like to be, you know, getting their props. Like, girl, you so strong, you so strong. But I feel like. In history, people have used that term to define one specific group of women that are, you know, not not considered like to be worthy of actually protecting and looking after. I could say that for my firsthand experience and the stuff that I experienced as a woman and doing things on my own and wishing I had the support, but we ain't gonna call no name, yeah. But, uh, you know, overall, just, you know, knowing, knowing that you basically, some people use that term and kind of like give us this, this, uh, notion, like that's a good thing to, to be strong and be struggling at the same time. You know, um, some people need to be, hear that, oh, I'm a strong person. Cause sometimes people's self-esteem may allow them to want to feel that they strong because they might not be strong but the term sister soldier when that term is out there you know sometimes people try to knock like like how me and my homegirl was saying trying to make you seem like you trying to be political with anything you trying to vocalize you know everybody knows sister soldier you know she's very political very telling like it is so it's like um some people be like, all right, little sister soldier. Like, trying I'm about to, to say, because I know when I say it, I say it in a joking manner to you and T. Cole, because you know how y'all be when y'all be on y'all, <laughs> y'all <laughs> power to the black women and, you know, y'all empowerment, you know, I use it as a, a term, you know, to basically just a like mess of, with y'all. Yeah. But I, you know, I get it, you know, because I feel the passion and, you know, why y'all are so passionate. And so, um, 
into the topic at hand so when i use that term yeah i'm in a joking matter but then again i understand you know why are you feeling the way that you're feeling so right i mean but this is not just personal for me this is is like a lot of people Mm -hmm. feel this way like some people who voice their opinion in a in like it could be outside of uh, in like a real setting where uh you having a real conversation and people are trying to knock you down by saying oh you you like you all oh, here you go with the debates and all oh, here you go with you know all oh, here go sister soldier even some men may get it they all oh, here go malcolm x here go martin luther king here go preacher man i mean it really works the same way but i i definitely feel like those terms are being strong like look at look at healthcare and when we talk about healthcare and how doctors see black women as being so strong that they could withstand pain and oh nothing ain't wrong with you and sending women back i mean that's how a lot of these women die do during childbirth because doctors don't take their condition serious enough because they feel like they're strong enough to deal with the the pains and the pressures that's coming through it just because overall we've went through a lot of shit during history and survived a lot of shit but that don't necessarily mean that just because a person is strong that they ask for the strength. Sometimes mm-hmm. life makes you strong and life puts you in situations where you got to be strong. So don't try to diminish mm-hmm. my strength because I feel like certain people say those things and not not with you. You know, you know, you know people could do their junk. They oh, jokes. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know when people playing, but people who actually be having that mentality with trying to knock somebody's uh uh commitment to be strong and they strengthen their intellect and the power they have behind their words when they try to diminish it because most of the time they want that same energy but they don't possess that energy and so you have people that try to say those types of things because they know they can't out debate you or out talk you or a match your strength and your courage and your commitment to the struggle at hand or just the struggle in general for our people. So the term sister soldiers for me, when I hear it, I be, I be no, I, I take pride in when people call me that because I already know you can't out debate me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't get offended when I'm called sister soldier. I wear loud and proud because I'm proud to be uh loud and ignorant when I have to be and intellectual and and doing my damn thing because I'm going to do me regardless of what people think. And I think uh, for the most part, when you get to that place in life where you don't give a fuck anymore about what people think, you maneuver in life completely different. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, the terms and the phrases when you hear it and you see people, oh, she's strong. She's she's um pop, sister soldier and stuff like that. Yeah, you want people to follow in that footstep, but not necessarily be you know, that person, like, like, I'm not that person. I'm me. I'm mm-hmm. who I am. I'm just, you know me? And respect that. And if I got to get, get that with you, then you took me there. You know what I'm saying? So, Dijon, I, I said a handful. Yes, you so, did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what you feel when you hear, when you hear those terms and, mm-hmm. and like, when you refer to people as those terms, like you say, we mm-hmm. talk and you always call us and I know you always mm-hmm. say the word, because, 
We know each I other. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm you know always you? messing with Tico about Sister Soldier. <laughs> like, she has so many nicknames with me. It's just it's just crazy. When she cooking and she making all this stuff, I'm, she Rachel Ray and Martha Stewart. <laughs> it just, you know, she, she used to get the nicknames. So when I say stuff as far as Sister Soldier, you know, it's in a joking manner. You, because I know how my girls are. My girls are very opinionated and highly in their opinions. And they stand by what they feel. So when they do things like that, that's why they're called Sister Soldier. Period. And, and but that's why I don't have no, I feel no ways about that. Right. But when it comes to the term uh, with strong woman, um, of course, being a strong woman that I am, strong black woman, I'm just playing. <laughs> But being strong raised by strong black women my whole life, um, the term does not bother me at all because when you are surrounded behind so much strong and blackness of a woman, it's like it makes you look at things differently. Um, and it helps you, you know, look at things differently and it helps you become this strong person yourself, you know. And there's a there's a thing where they say you know black women can't raise men and that's not true at all like i was literally raised by strong black women and i've shared this before on the show um and they helped me literally become the man that i am today um you look at you see a different perspective you know when you're raised by women so it's it's no such thing as you can't be raised by women at all. And I hate when people say things like that because it's definitely not true. They are literally the strongest people in the world. They bear children and they do what the fuck they got to do, you know. So as far as with strong um, women, that term, I don't necessarily see that as a, you know, as a, um, a yeah, a belittlement thing. You know, some people will kind of maybe use it as a joking manner when you're too strong. I can see that, but I feel like you're never too strong. But as far as um, with that, I feel like they see the, the outer shell of people. They That's what they see instead of not really getting to know who they are because they see them that they're being so strong and they're driven and, and this and this and that so it's like when they see that they think fully that this person is strong they don't need me they don't need this they don't need that right. but you also have a vulnerability about yourself as well like your 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 um i won't use the correct term but the inside of you you know you're vulnerable as well you want you know to feel soft and you want to feel loved and this and that and that but it's like with your out your uh your out your out i'm trying to say all the right words but fuck it like your outer shell <laughs> it's like they see that and it's like that kind of runs people off in a sense mm-hmm. you know because it's like fuck she's so strong like right why the fuck and, and i'm intimidated for, almost right yeah. it's like I, it goes back to what i said the lack I know of I said a lot they, and it probably didn't make no, no you made plenty sense because that goes back to what i said of when people lack that kind of strength mm-hmm. it do deter them away from yeah. you and that shouldn't be no fault on you that's the person and them not being ready for and that you whole know what and that's person. what i really think it is it's like maybe it could be that people lack that right. strongness that power that you have you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. 
because you were built up. Your confidence was built up. Your self integrity was built up. Right. And if you know you, you love you, you respect yourself, you're strong in your opinions and you're strong in you. So it's like when people that are not that and they run into you and they see that, it's like, fuck, you know. That might be too much for me to handle or that I can't, you know, be around that because maybe this is going to become too much in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Or at a point, it's going to become too much. And I definitely, like I said, that goes back to what I said earlier about people not being ready. But for the most part, it's exactly right what you said. Like, that is what people feel. And mm-hmm. and, and overall, like, it's on them. Mm-hmm. To make sure they're ready for what they're ready for. If you're not ready, I feel like if people could have open conversations, <coughs> and it's a little bit off topic, but having open conversations about what you want and you need, it'll work better for the relationship. So you won't have to belittle somebody or try to call them or you or deter, or be intimidated by their strength because what I wanted to say, people really go through stuff in life that don't, they didn't ask for this kind of strength that you see. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when you do see it, respect that this person is in a position of what they have to do. It's no different than when a man go off and do his thing and do his dirt in the world and come back and try to live a clean, safe life. Like, the past going to always be the past, but at, at least, you know, you know what that person went through to get to where they right. at. Don't try to diminish and knock them down where they're at now because of what they did in the past or what what happened to them in life to cause them to be the Mm -hmm. way they are so when we say we're strong black women allow us to be strong and 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 like we when we get to the part with malcolm x give us this little speech because i'm gonna talk about that when we play that and and we hear that speech again because i just want to hear the words and the message he sent and i'm sending it because the words on the street y'all need this because it's it's a shame that we got it. we have somebody who was saying that then and we still saying the same messages mm-hmm. now. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna get into that. But um definitely when I hear uh people use these terms in a term where it's um a little belittlement, I do like I said, I feel like people when they do that, they only saying that because they, they couldn't have nothing to win a battle in. So they gotta knock you down. To, to their level, because they know if I knock you down to they le- they, my level, then I could beat you. Then I have a chance to say some more ignorant shit mm-hmm. and doing more stuff to further agitate the situation. So overall, like, people need to be uh, respectful. Also knowing that, you know, even though you see uh, her strength and, and, and her courage, allow her to have that but also you have to be alone for the ride to be with that person mm-hmm. that you see is overly strong because when people are strong and and my my term real, really is the the old the independent the independent black woman that's the term that really you know it irritates me because when people say that they try to 
make it seem like, oh, she don't need a man. It ain't like she didn't want she one. She don't need a man. It's just that when you become strong and independent, you did you you're not that way because you chose to be. That's something that life really put right. you in a position where you like, be like, bitch, I, don't, I gotta get out here and I gotta get it because I'm not waiting right. on anyone. And when you get to, to, to that mindset, me. you shouldn't be even trying to knock that down or make that seem like, oh, because she's so independent that she don't deserve love or happiness. Like that's the reason why. She, we go through the stuff we go through is because a lot of people play with people's mm -hmm. independence. They want to get what they can gain out of individuals. Oh, she got money. Let me use her because I know she nice and she going to do this for me and I'm going a, I'm to a take advantage of that. And for the most part, people don't. People are so into that that they don't even look at their worth and knowing their mm -hmm. worth. So when people say, I'm not your fucking superwoman, bitch. <laughs> I'm not the kind of girl that you and can lay then, down and think that everything is okay. <laughs> bitch. And then it just goes back to um on how you're how you're raised, how you're brought up. Like you are built up to be the person that you are. Like if you have strong parents, they are going to raise their children to be strong individuals, to think like minded, to get their own. You know what I'm saying? Not to depend on nobody, not to feel like you need somebody right. to complete you. Right. So it's like when you have that mindset of being a strong woman, an independent woman, a sister soldier, whatever the case is, you were brought up that way. You were built that way to show that yes you know i'm strong but also i can be vulnerable as well but you have to get to know me to get that vulnerability because that's not going to just be something that's going to be out like that because you know you want to see it right it, it don't work like that's that something that people have to build yeah and they go they learn. go both ways you should never you should never be easy off jump to someone because the minute you do that they have you and it's like okay i got them now i could do what i want to them you know what i'm saying so that's why i you know i understand it you know what i'm saying you know yeah oh i definitely understand that you understand it and like yes. that's why we're having a conversation so that our fans and our listeners mm. can understand it more too because overall it's it's something that everybody need to hear and understand and really grasp the knowledge of how important it is for us to acknowledge the strength in the people that we are around and especially our mothers because we take that for granted too long you know and then um we actually was talking about the movie imitation of life is that the one where the girl was um the mom was a maid and um girl, i ain't see that movie <laughs> but you know what i'm talking about and that's about. a good movie that's a good representation of how uh it, even in the time where we where race played a part and your mama being black and you being uh capacity for a white kid and growing up and then treating your mom the way you treated her if you if you haven't seen the the movie imitation of life I definitely. Girl, I don't see uh, how nobody haven't seen it. Right, movie. cause it's a very throwback, and when I yeah. seen it, it was random. It was random. I watched it, and I was like, "Damn, this is a good movie. This is this is what really sparked the conversation of what I wanted to talk about." Mm -hmm. Because, like I said, like even when race played a part, and the strength of that mama had to take all of what her daughter was doing, and for her daughter to cry the way she cried after, bitch, when my hell your Jackson song at the front. <laughs> that's how you know it was it was something you know that 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 she was real loved and the people 
really respected uh this lady and for her daughter to do her the way she did but that just show you that you know when when you're gone you're gone and the the people who cut up the most be the ones that they did, did the wrong the digital dirtiest mm-hmm. that's why you gotta you gotta love your parent especially your mother who gave your birth while while she's while here, here baby. give her her flowers while she's here okay because these strong queens went through a lot to get you where you were and who you are and will become overall we all strong black queens and you know queens and queens period and um <laughs> yeah we could go on out of this topic <laughs> of course because like with you any know topic. but um like i said i wanted to uh play a little bit about the um malcolm x you know what i'm saying because like i said when we talk about the red advice and we talk about um the protection of black queens and and, and just having to still have this conversation what 40 some odd years after the fact is just mind-boggling but we're gonna play y'all the snippet of the uh the most disrespected person in america by the honorable uh, Malcolm X, you mean? In America, is the black woman. The most unprotected woman, a person in America is the black woman. The most neglected person in America is the black woman. And as Muslims, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad teaches us to respect our women and to protect our women. And the only time a Muslim really gets real violent is when someone goes to molest his woman. We will kill you for our woman. I'm I'm making it plain, yes. We will kill you for our woman. We believe that if the white man will do whatever is necessary to see that his woman gets respect and protection, then you and I will never be recognized as men until we stand up like men and place the same penalty over the head of anyone who puts his filthy hands out to put in the direction of our women. We respect them, but we want them to respect us. We think that the law should respect the Negro community. The law should protect the Negro community. The law should approach the Negro community with intelligence if it expects the negro community to react intelligently so like i'm saying like uh he had to speak those words and like uh, like i was saying the fact that it's 40 some odd years and we still saying protect our black woman our woman not protected the fact that i could come on this show and tell you stories about the non-protection of myself and doing what i had to do to get to where i'm at you hear me if if you got a if you got anything that you feel like you should know one thing about it and two things for sure like they say is to protect your sisters your brothers and and you know what i mean about the brothers you know because the you know the the pronouns the adjectives and all that you gotta know uh (laughs) Uh, I got you. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm getting it right. The brothers and sisters, the soldiers, you know, 
all of us need to be protected and we need to come together. We need to get off this religion shit, what you know, what you feel like you should be, and this the way of the world. Bitch, this is the way of the world now. And we're telling you to protect us. Continue to protect us. More things will get done. More things are going to happen for us. Protect black women. And that's the only advice I got to have for y'all. The words on the, this is from Kiss, to, from Malcolm to the streets, from the <laughs> what's the word, bitch. I'm giving it to you raw and live, uncut. That's what we needed to hear. We needed to hear those words, and that's all the advice I got for y'all, period. I can't add <laughs> nothing to that. It's, it's just that. It's, it's plain and simple. Period. You know what I mean? It's nothing to really go deep into. It's just, it's already laid out there. Protect black women, and that's all we're going to see. And that's on Mary and them little lambs. Okay. All black women. All black. Not certain groups. All black women. All the fucking all every color of shade of uh African, which everyone, even the whole continent, even with the stuff that's going on. The fact that I, I said this because the fact that not, they had a whole bunch of Nigerian schoolgirls that just was released after being captured for how many years? We gotta do better than that. And that's overseas, that's here in America, that's here in New Orleans, that's worldwide global. We need to get it together. Bring back our girls. And they, they, they back. Did I just tell you they I back? I know, but, but I'm just saying, I, I bring know. back our girls. You know, that was the uh, the campaign <laughs> slogan that they had going on. <laughs> when all those uh, girls went missing, bring back our girls. Period. And that's on Mary and them lambs. And that's all I got to say. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, let's get into this messy tea. Oh, wait. Uh, we could go on and on about all of that. <laughs> you hear me? But here is the messy tea from the messy shame. Yeah. So, Brianna Taylor's boyfriend has his criminal charges dropped. And that, like I said, that's a good thing because I don't know how you're going to fucking try to put criminal charges on somebody and then they put gave y'all off, got y'all off, and y'all the ones that fucking shot the place up. They just, the shit that they do. But these y'all go on ahead and take it away. Okay, so this is coming from TMZ. So, Breonna Taylor's boyfriend, Kenny Walker, won't ever have to worry about facing charges over the raid of his home that left his girlfriend dead because a judge has deemed it so. The judge of Jefferson Circuit Court in Kentucky handed down a ruling Monday that the criminal charges Kennedy was originally facing in the immediate aftermath assaulting and attempting murder of an officer would be dismissed with prejudice. So that means they can't be filed against him again a motion to dismiss the I'm sorry dismiss with prejudice was uh, recently filed by Jefferson Commonwealth's attorney Tim Wine who said no new evidence had come to light that he felt uh, could provide beyond a reasonable doubt that Kenneth knew he was shooting at cops on that uh, fatal that fateful night that fatal night wine had already filed to dismiss the charges without prejudice um almost a year a full year ago but he left the door open to possibly recharge him pending future investigation now he and more importantly a judge have closed the book on the issue 
at the heart of it is the lingering unanswered question about whether Louisville PD officers announced themselves as cops before busting in. Something Kenneth has maintained did not happen, which is why he says he shot to defend himself against intruders. Of course, the police insist they did announce themselves, but Sergeant John um, M. also suggested this, that perhaps both things were true, that they did announce, but Kenneth simply didn't answer or couldn't make out what he was being, what was being said, aim the ruckus. The decision to dismiss the charges against Kenneth seems to fly in the face of A.G. Daniel Cameron's decision didn't, um, not to charge any of the cops directly with Breon's killing, saying a grand jury found the officers had, in fact, announced he said it with much certainty. It's a great area that might not um, ever get a clear answer, but on the criminality side of it, can it say, remember, though, um, what's the officer last name? I can't, uh, Mang Mangley, I hope I'm saying it correctly. Mangley is still suing, well, that might not be an officer, but Mangley is still suing him in a civil court over this. So I'm not sure um, if I say that person's last name or first name correct, but... This is good news to know that those, you know, charges have been perm permanently dropped. Um, but you just never, well, I'm not even going to say you just never know because to me, I feel like they did not announce themselves. They just went in busting, so he bust back. And they wasn't expecting that. And no. No, they was expecting to get a person while they were asleep mm -hmm. so they could beat him but up. But they just wasn't they expecting him to be ready. Be ready, exactly. But that's just, I'm glad, like I said, is finally put to justice and that's all off his chest. Because to the fact that he could have went to jail for the shit that they did and they didn't even go to jail for the shit that they did, that's not justice. That's not right. You know what I'm saying? And, and overall, that's, that's just... That's not fair justice. That's not fair. You know what I'm saying? So I'm glad that this shit is out his chest, out the way. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But um, Haley Bailey, let me say it right. Because um, <laughs> she was Haley Berry earlier. Yeah, she was Haley Berry. <laughs> tweets in support of her sister Chloe uh, Bailey after following Matthew Knowles' recent comments. I ride for my sister to the end. And that's on period. Period. And this is coming from the... Messy sheet. You're hearing me. <laughs> so, kiss. And everybody that's listening to us, if you had a sister then you know that there is no bond like the one between sisters. And Haley, Bailey, not Haley Berry, just proved that in a series of tweets following the viral comments made by Matthew Knowles regarding her oldest sister, Chloe Bailey, Haley Bailey took to Twitter to not only show her big sister some support, but also offer a little clapback. Social media was in a major uproar when Matthew Knowles uh, through an intense amount of shade at Chloe Bailey after he was interviewed and asked about the ongoing comparisons between Chloe and his daughter Beyonce being similar artists. In response to the question, Matthew said the following, and I quote, 
Are you telling me uh, someone is idiot enough to compare her to Beyonce talent-wise? It's a yes or no. Are there people saying her talent is equal to Beyonce? They're an idiot, period. That's actually insulting to Beyonce. If wanted to call out Barbara Streisand or some people like that, like, come on, man. So when Haley Bailey seemingly wasn't going to let those comments slide and tweeted this, how amazing is it that at Chloe Bailey is already an icon just popped in to say that I ride for my sister till the end, okay? Meanwhile, Chloe appears to be unbothered by Matthew's comments and is instead living her best life on Instagram, posting selfies and singing along in car videos as she fucking should. So my thing is... How could you even sit here and bash this girl when she's basically your daughter's artist on her fucking record label Parkwood Not Entertainment? Be, like, and, and she's your daughter's protege. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And then <laughs> she's a fucking young girl. She's in her early 20s. What do you expect her to do? Sit there and, and be a fucking robot how you had Beyonce and how you try to control to the mention, other girls like, of Destiny's Child? Like, at a young age, she have reached a plateau that Beyonce at her age was not even at. You know what I'm saying? We not taking none, nothing that Beyonce did in creativity. It's like, it's basically a critique in saying the 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 pupil is, you know, getting there with the master. You know what I'm saying? Do I, do we feel as the fans, she, um, it's up there? Yeah, because they've been making some hits. But I feel like he, he, that was his, the father in him and trying to, don't try to play my daughter and stuff like moment but at the same time but it's bitch, not even like that because it's not that, that. Right. like the pupil is showing and when them when more grammys start to hit and shit start really popping and she start breaking records and really doing a beyonce move bitch then what you you ain't gonna have nothing <laughs> to fucking say after that i just hate the fact that they're trying to scrutinize her because she's literally living her life, you know, being herself, making, you know, these videos, you know, the TikToks and whatnot. And people just can't stand the heat. But it's like. Get out the fucking kitchen, mo. And she, that's on phase two. This girl, could, <laughs> this girl could actually live her life and not give a fuck versus the way you try to control Beyonce and everything that she was doing. Because trust me, Beyonce probably wanted to make fucking videos like that, even though we didn't have TikTok back in the G when B we, was coming up. Even when, when we she had MySpace, she could have been cutting up, but B, she couldn't. B probably wanted to live her life the same fucking way, and she couldn't. That's probably why she doing Falling what she doing now. now. Doing talk about now. making OnlyFans and stuff like that, because she, she couldn't talk about that <laughs> when, you was her, uh, when you was her manager. Right. Period. I just like I say, I feel like it's just more so of him. They want to say like, don't try to discredit my daughter's work. But at the end of the day, like that, like I feel like if people want to say that, that's just critiquing. That's just the fans. Please don't try to put it into more than what it is. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, Beyonce ain't even entertaining you anyway. You know, girl, she probably so, even talked to her daddy quite a bit. Which I need hear that from. <laughs> <laughs> but Zach Prescott signs Big Daddy Zach <laughs> His massive deal yes. With the Cowboys So Dijon take it away Bring on the coin <laughs> Fuck <laughs> You bring on the coin 
<laughs> I had to do it. <laughs> so the NFL's oh, this is all well, this is coming from TMZ Sports. So the NFL's biggest offseason storyline finally has an ending. Big Daddy Zach Prescott has reached a long-term contract agreement with the Dallas Cowboys and dude just got paid. The 27-year-old superstar has agreed to a four-year, $160 million deal with Dallas. And according to ESPN's Adam S., it includes a league record of $126 million granted. Well, guaranteed. I'm sorry. So, um, Adam also reports Prescott will make $42 million dollars per season in the first three years of the deal and could make a total of 164 million with incentives girl let me go ahead and uh drop it a little on zach period so (laughs) prescott's signing bonus is 66 million and he has a no trade clause in the deal nfl networks in aura added the money is huge and is sure to create salary uh, cap drama for Dallas, but it's still welcome news for the Cowboys and their fans. Regardless, Dak and Dallas tried to get a deal done all last offseason, but couldn't make it happen. Reportedly, um, over the uh, length of the prospective contract. Prescott played on the franchise uh, tag last season, and it seemed the two sides were possibly headed for yet another franchise tag season this year after negotiations still dragged on the last few months. But the two sides were finally able to hammer out a deal on Monday with the Cowboys, saying they're normally um, they'll normally they'll. Formally announced the contract at a news conference on Wednesday. So, with all that saying, Dak is getting paid. Dak with the big old Dak is getting paid, honey. <laughs> you stupid. I don't know if he got a big Dak. Oh but. my gosh! But anyways, um, <laughs> that's what's up. That he getting like you know coming off that injury, he's gonna come back stronger and then. These motherfuckers really be getting up. paid. They be getting cut up to re- literally uh, run she, up and down the fucking you field, bitch. With a basketball player, can I run into a football player? I prom- <laughs> I will keep my mouth closed. Shut bitch. up. I wouldn't even tell my friends about it. <laughs> you will. You can't keep. You can't hold water. We, somebody gonna know. <laughs> some gonna buy. I'm gonna, gonna show you. Well, Play with me. You Let know, me ever run a, up on one. I'm gonna know when I know. I'm gonna know when the wardrobe, the war, wardrobe start getting um expensive. I'm like, bitch. Uh, I'm gonna still Z be John. shopping at ASOS <laughs> and Sheen, bitch. Y'all ain't about to be clocking me and be like, girl, where you get this money from? I'm gonna be like, bitch. I got my. I finally made my OnlyFans. I'm done. <laughs> but sad news. Lyric <laughs> Chanel passed away over the weekend and i was gonna do this to the family you know what i'm saying it was fortunate like um she was getting love all over the world and um she got the little the ladies ivory park uh you know uh gigs and stuff like that so we got to experience the 
the person while they was here, she was giving her roses while she was here. Mm-hmm. So, Dijon, just, you know, give yeah. us a little something about So, her. this is coming from The Shade Room. Um, Lyric Chanel, 13-year-old, who captured the hearts of many, has lost her battle to brain cancer. According to, according, according to her official IG account, uh, young.chanel underscore, she has passed. She is um resting so peacefully and so beautiful i can see your halo baby girl heaven gained a beautiful angel this morning the message read earlier this week lyrics mother shared a message that stated she only had a few days to live the message read just got news from doctor that lyric is dying and only have days to um only have days to live these are the hardest words to have to hear so, as you know, the 13-year-old and her family have been very transparent with sharing her journey and documenting her 10-plus surgeries, including the chemotherapy she's received while living in Houston. Lyric's personality even captured the heart of Beyonce and Trade with Trade the Truth. Um, last October, Beyonce surprised one of her biggest fans with pieces from her Ivy Park collection. Lyric shared the news on Instagram with a video with the caption, Thank you so much at Beyonce. This couldn't have come at a better time. I just got back from getting chemo and look at the surprise that was waiting. I love you so much. You are my Beyonce. So, guys, please continue to keep this family in your prayers during definitely, this difficult definitely time. Definitely, because... With all the stuff that's going on, you want you don't want to keep losing people mm-hmm. and then left or right. They 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 coming so young, and like I said, um, it's just so unfortunate. You know, our condolences, you know, from the what's the word? Um, but um, Harry narrows idea the race the races in the BBC. I gotta say it like that. <laughs> and we're not talking about Can big we, black cock. we're talking about (laughs) (laughs) you threw me off with that one but (laughs) i'm on one of these girl yeah you are the racist and it's not the queen or prince philip so d john this coming from the tmz Mm, with girl the t has been spilling over for these past couple days all week long they're gonna talk about this stuff and then, then um, I think the part I think part two is about to air, either aired or is about to air, but uh, Prince Harry told Oprah the member of the member or members of the royal family who made racist comments about the color of, of Archie's skin was not the Queen or Prince Philip. So the list of uh, suspects is narrowing. There were many headlines from Oprah's stunning interview. But the biggest was that Harry was told by a member, members of the royal family, Archie could not be a prince because his skin tone would probably be too dark. They made it clear this was not just one conversation, but several while Meghan was pregnant. They also made the stunning claim Archie would not get security since he was not a prince. Despite the death threats, Harry and his family were um, enduring Indeed, they said all security was pulled once they moved to Canada. They would not say who made the racist comments, but they made it clear it was a member of the family. 
They said Harry has plenty of grievances with his dad, Prince Charles. So basically, your daddy said it. <laughs> basically, saying when they moved to Canada, Charles stopped talking, uh, taking Harry's calls. He intentionally accused his dad of being heartless, especially given the fact Charles knew the difficulties Harry faced because he had been through something similar with Diana, which is his mother. Um. Oh no, no, no I'm sorry. <laughs> Charles had been through something. No, no, they say the same. No, it was Harry. So Harry also made it clear he's estranged from his brother William. It's interesting. Harry, um, intimate. Well, admit. I'm sorry. He admitted to Oprah. William feels trapped, but. He can't leave giving his position. <laughs> Harry says the entire family survives in a toxic environment, quote unquote, although he says Charles has made peace with it. For Megan's part, she says um, hatred from social media was the game changer, fueled by racism. She says it became so impossible she comp- uh she basically was thinking she had suicide thoughts. She had suicidal thoughts. Yeah. Um, so as That's how you for know any it had sympathy, got yeah, real. for any sympathy, well, Harry says he and Megan have gotten zippoed. He says the position of the family was it was his decision to leave, so he must bear the consequences. And it's very unfortunate. Um, but I mean, you had to do what you had to do when it came to your wife and, and your, your child. Family. You know what I'm saying? And the, and the fact that it, losing his mother to the same kind of shit, and like, like I was watching her talk, and they were talking about it, and Cheryl Underwood made a point. And she was saying, like, how you the queen and you could trump all this shit. Like, you can exactly. all this shit. You can shut it all down, Eve. And Sharon was like, that's not going to happen. She's not talking about what's not going to happen. The fact that this is a human being that could really do this to the shit. And, like, she not using. She has. She, if. If anything, if she, if she I more guilty all, than the motherfuckers who actually said the baby was going to be too dumb. No, bitch. If, if, if she. If um what I'm trying to say, if I would shut all this shit down was the person, bitch. Right. The queen, bitch. The she queen could shut all this shit down, bitch. And, and they, they wouldn't be having these sit downs and this and this and that and that because it wouldn't have gotten to this point. So I mean <laughs> I hate to call a queen out, but sis, you just as fault as you have a fault in this just as all the other parties. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. So it's like I get it Just like he said You know He respects his grandmother Because she's basically Their commander in chief Whatever says goes But it's like Damn Like Girl you can't right. Defend your grandson You ain't gonna fucking step Cause I know my <laughs> grandma Would've stepped Would've stepped Period Bitch, bitch the, Stop fucking with my grandson And right, his wife uh-uh. And his child Right And leave them the fuck alone Bitch oh, I'm about to fucking oh, Shun I'm, y'all Bitch, bitch oh, I'm fucking taking All the fucking crumpets away For uh, <laughs> a year Keep on Bitch <laughs> Girl I cannot believe Like the tea is Spilling, girl. This Lipton is bitch, spilling I will all pro- week Bitch, long. I would be scared to spill that fucking royal uh, like, tea, bitch. It's the royal tea in the baby's head. Bitch, because I would just be so afraid that they got fucking snipers just somewhere, bitch, about to knock my head off, bitch. <laughs> I'm about to give out this motherfucking tea, bitch. Uh-uh. You I never thought really. that you would get the the royal tea, the royal baby, tea. and it is spilling it. And this is on Mary and America. And what, ha- what Harry's a, a duke. 
I, I think so. Are you a prince? No. It's too brother, much. They got so many titles. It's, yeah. And at the end of the day, we knocking that shit down. Yeah, because they know the, oh, they daddy is a prince. They know they daddy. They daddy is the prince. Oh, the prince yeah, Charles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. his mom and the queen. Uh-huh. And and then Princess William, Diana was the, the princess, and and they brother the oldest brother is the one in line to be the prince, if, you know. So who the king is? The king named Grandpa. Oh yeah, that's right. That old ass man. <laughs> fucking, he on his last leg, look like it anyway. <laughs> Girl, yes. Bitch, we'll be reporting breaking news. <laughs> he gone, bitch, in a minute. But uh, yeah, it's. It's so I much. mean, they did announce that you know the the gender of the baby. It is a, a girl. girl. Shout out to them. So, um, I'm gonna have to sit down this weekend. I'm gonna have to out, watch it. I hope she come out Wakanda black on the ass <laughs> so they can really have something to fucking talk about. Because you know, I did not know that it was that was coming on. I think we reported this like a few months ago that they was gonna do a sit down. Yeah, and it came. And it I came didn't on. know when it came on mm-hmm. until the day after. But yeah. I'm going to definitely sit down this weekend and girl, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, it's good give watch. me some wine and you know, get yeah, dinner. Yeah, watch it. You're going to be like, ooh, God, they did all that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then the second part comes out so I could be able to sit there and watch both parts. Uh-huh, and they telling the, the, they telling mm-hmm. the secrets like a trapped in a closet Baby, episode. they telling some stuff. And before we even, you know, started doing the show, we were sitting here watching um them talk about it on, on what that was. Uh, e. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they going to be talking about this for about a month, bitch. All month long. But Michelle Obama calls Zaya Wade a role model in the uh, touching conversation. And the source is The Shade, giving us some inspiration. So, Zaya Wade lived the dream that many teens and adults alike have sitting down to have a heart-to-heart with our forever First Lady Michelle Obama. The teen sat down for a virtual conversation with the former first lady to discuss michelle's best-selling book becoming and the black girl magic that ensured was so sweet zaya shared that she was admittedly nervous meeting one of her idols and to be honest who could blame her it seems michelle did her best to keep zaya comfortable with her down-to-earth approach even sharing that the obama's were once neighbors of Zaya Wade and her family while Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union were in Hawaii. Zaya shared that she had read Michelle's book and called it Divine. She then asked Miss Obama what advice she had for teens who want to be themselves and thrive like you have and certainly are, well, currently are. Michelle flipped the script on Zaya to let her know that Zaya herself was a great example of someone who is currently thriving in her truth. And that is actually true. I am just so proud of you for, you know, being just an amazing role model and embracing your truth, right? Michelle Obama responded to Zaya Wee's question. You're already doing this, so maybe this is for some other young people that are listening. Michelle continued, it does take time to know what yourself is, you know, for young people. So my first piece of advice is be patient with yourself. You know, number one, you know, at your age or in the teenage years and probably through your 20s, you're going to be experimenting with so many versions of yourself, right? All young people are trying on different versions, be uh different voices they're learning more about their intellect they're learning about what they love what they're good at 
what they're like. This is the period of expiration. Um, the year where well, the nearly 10 minute conversation was filled with positive affirmations and just overall black girl magic. Um, and then if you guys want to, of course, you can go to the messy shade and watch snippets of the video. So, yeah, that's pretty that's pretty dope. Um, and I do have to agree with Mrs. Obama that Zaya is basically a, a role model. She's showing people that you can literally be yourself. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, role models come in all shapes, sizes, ages, and colors. And Zaya just so happens to be a role model for us all, you know, to be ourselves. Um, I could definitely agree with Michelle Obama. And it, it does take time. You have to be patient with yourself. You don't become yourself who you are who we are sitting here to be overnight. It takes time. It takes years. You know what I'm saying? Yes, we all struggle with ourselves. It just takes time. And, you know, now we're 30-year-old women. <laughs> <laughs> and we love ourselves, period. And that's on Mary. And that's on Mary and all her little lambs. All of them. Period. But that's what's up. And, um... You know, like I said, um, you know, like I said, for a kid to c- grow up in their truth and be putting themselves in the position and to be advocating. And then is behind you 100 percent. Right. It's even we, a plus. We often talk about like how parents basically homelessness in the community is at a sky mm-hmm. high. Because parents don't accept the way of life and mm-hmm. the, the fact that a celebrity mm-hmm. family is Mm-hmm. on board with their child and mm-hmm. they need that's going back to why i say little boosie need to just shut the fuck up and because you know what? I wanna everybody shine. raise their children different mm-hmm. and want to be behind and back right. their children the way they want to and it's Mr. just what it is now watching two men fuck uh, in jail so apparently you ain't got a <laughs> you ain't got a problem with this but i'm glad you brought that well brought the part up about the homelessness rate is so high especially with um children that are homosexual trans or whatever the case is i want to shine a light on mariah moore who is basically our very own here in new orleans who just um recently purchased a home that she's going to be providing um space comfort for trans um individuals so that is huge especially for new orleans um because i had never heard of a a space for trans you know people to have Mm -hmm. their own you know what i'm saying so that's really really dope um for mariah so shout out to you mariah you know i love you girl shout out so definitely shout out to you sis for making that big move and you know creating a space you know for trans the people. community yes shout out to you shout out to you but it's been an amazing show as always yes, um you can follow us on everything at yo what's the word you and me and of course you can find your girl kiss go home 
on everything at Kiss Calhoun. You know me? And of course, if you want to be a featured artist, all you got to do is hit that link in the bio or you can simply send us an email at what's the word 504 at gmail.com. Please do because the feature artist is about to start about, up. about to start back we up. Coming, we coming back quarter. We about to be playing the music on the show. So if you want your music played during these episodes, send us that send fire. Us. You know me? Stop playing because you know you want to be featured. Period. Period. And that's on. Mary had a little. <laughs> okay. And what we can probably come at? up with our own. Uh, yeah, because we can't be. Because we going to trademark rain. that shit and we going to be having to get bitch the Bitch, going to be snatching our fucking uh-huh. edges, bitch, in a minute. But uh, go ahead, <laughs> John. What we can follow you at? So you can definitely follow me on Instagram at underscore John. That's a N, no H. Twitter, double underscore D John. And, of course, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel at Let's Talk With E. John. We about to get it on and popping in the next few months. When it comes to this YouTube thing, we about to get it back up and running. So, you guys, do me a huge favor and subscribe to my YouTube channel at Let's Talk With E. John. And that's all I got to say. Period. And, as always, we're out of here. You mean? Peace and love.